Welcome to the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs show, a safe place for women to heal and grow, where we discover our value, share our tears as we go through the hard times and rise up as we become empowered to meet our challenges head on. I am Sandy Johnston, the host of this podcast, and I'm a transformation coach, consultant, and energetic healer, helping women to heal, recover, rebuild, and become abundant in their lives. Before we dive into today's episode, I just want to mention a couple of features which are included in this podcast to help you get the best possible value out of it. Firstly, you can find links to help you connect with me and my guests in the episode notes. It's as easy as clicking on the link to help you get connected. And the other thing is that I record the top takeaways from each show to help you focus on some of the most helpful tips and information, which will help you hopefully with your challenges and help you on your healing journey too. You can find these tips at the end of the episode and in the episode notes. Okay, let's get into the show. Just a caution, if you feel unsafe at any time, please stop listening. You can come back anytime you are in a safe place to listen to the rest of the podcast. Your safety is the most important thing to consider. On today's show, I have a wonderful woman who positively exudes light. Her name is Rosaline and I met Rosaline through Facebook and I often meet people through Facebook and it's a great, great way to connect with people. And it's one of the ways that I have found that I've been able to connect and make really good connections with people who share in some of the experiences that I've experienced and they're very similar in to me in that they want to make something of themselves after they've gone through their experiences and they've come out fighting and wanting to create a beautiful life for themselves and Rosaline is very much like that and it's you know my my pleasure and my you know honor to have her on as a guest today so welcome Rosaline and thank you so much for coming on to the podcast today you're welcome I'm so glad to be here yeah well I feel very you know very privileged to be able to have a conversation with you I really um, love talking to other women and when I met you um, initially and we were just having this conversation with each other you were really candid with me in sharing your own experiences and um, I really loved what a positive person you are and you're just so upbeat and you know, you like I said, you really shine. So, you know, I just want us to just have a chat woman to woman. We're just going to have a chat and talk about, um, you know, some of the experiences that life has thrown at us at different points along our journey. And just talk about maybe some of the ways in which we managed to take our life on a different path when things weren't going well for us. So um, I'm just, you know, very open to us starting the conversation wherever you'd like to, you know, begin. So, yeah, is there anything that's sort of springing forward to the forefront of your mind now that you'd like to share? Well, I mean, I love, I'm, I'm just so grateful to be on this broadcast with you, you know, and I'm so glad that I met you, you know, and I think you came into my life at a great season. And, I, you know, I really look forward to, you know, growing with what God has in you and he's doing through you. Um, I think when you were talking, you know, um, what I would say is that um, we all go through different life experiences. Um, some we 
you know, some we can create ourselves and some is a, something that just naturally take place that with, that's not within our control. Um, when being faced with those circumstances, you know, um, you never know what level of circumstance you'll have, you'll be dealt, you know, at whatever stage or age in your life. Um, all I can say is that, you know, um, some circumstances are very severe, you know, and um, I think as um, from being a teenager to being a college student to being a mother, a wife, and then an entrepreneur, those are different stages that you're faced with circumstances that you have to find how to be able to manage. And I don't use the word manage often, but in this case, I will, because you have to be able to handle what you're responsible for while dealing with the things that necessarily that you didn't ask for. And um, either way, all of it has to be balanced. And I use balance in a very light word because we truly, don't matter how much we try to balance every aspect of our lives, we truly can't balance everything, you know? And in those things that we cannot ban balance, we sometimes feel like it's unmanageable. Um, as a woman, we already have so many challenges and so many obstacles and things already thrown at us, you know, from day one. And women, we're meant to be strong. We're meant to hold it together. And we're meant to always seem like everything's okay. I think in those moments when we realize that things aren't always okay, and we realize that we can only handle but so much, that's when we try to find avenues of outlets to be able to let go and to free ourselves. Necessarily, it's not always easy because you have to find that confidant that you can trust. At that time, you're not looking for someone to really give advice, but someone to hear you and to be able to kind of like show you a way out. That's where I would like to begin. <laughs> wow. Wow. You've just, you know, you've just covered so much. And, you know, there were some key words in there that you used, like managing and balance. And I just want to, you know, touch on some of those things and ideas because, you know, when we talk about things that are in our control and things that which are out of our control and life gets quite messy sometimes and um, there's there's a prayer that I actually use a lot and it's um, it's the serenity prayer and I don't know if you're familiar with that prayer or not but it's some it's a prayer that's used in um, AA and NA and all of those, you know, the 12-step program, um, I have some experience with that because my ex was, he had a substance abuse problem. And so that introduced me. I found a family support um, group through, it's called Al-Anon. And in that group, I learned the serenity prayer and the serenity prayer is basically God grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. And I think, you know, when I look at that, you know, it's sort of like the, the tr Trinity where there's, you know, like Father, Son and Holy Spirit. There's, all, there's always all these threes in life, you know, which um, and this is one of them because it, one is you and what's in, in your control. Two is what is outside of your control. And the third thing is that, discernment being able to discern and when you get the awareness of all three of those things working together that's where you can again find some peace to be able to navigate through the what 
looks unmanageable in your life because if it's like um I guess if you've got you know two ladders one that's got small steps and one that's got enormous steps you know you're not going to be able to use the one that's got enormous steps you're going to fall down from that but if you just are able to identify the first small step that you need to take to start taking you on a different trajectory to get to getting that sort of support that you were talking about when you were talking about finding a confidant somebody that you can trust and um yeah that is not an easy thing to do when you are in an unmanageable situation with an abusive relationship and I tried to reach out to all sorts of people to try and find the right support and there were many times where I'd have conversations with people who I thought um, I could might be able to talk to but because it wasn't their experience and they hadn't had that experience before in their own life in their own relationships they didn't know how to help me it's a water mm-hmm. yeah yeah so um yeah I really liked that that you were talking about that whole management thing and you know finding that confidant and I think you know my advice would be when it comes to finding a confidant that you talk to somebody who has experience with what you're going through because not only will they be that empathetic ear where you know like that shoulder to just lean on and just hear what you're saying which is often a huge huge part of what we need is just to feel understood you know in those things the challenges that we're going through and not to feel like there's something really deeply wrong with us because of what we're experiencing at that point in our life and it's just it brings so much relief when you find somebody who understands what you're going through so that's what I would suggest is that you find somebody who has been through that experience but not only somebody who's been through that experience but somebody who's come out the other side of that somebody who is steps along the way and you can see that they're not that broken person anymore that you are when you go through those experiences, but they've actually healed. And they're, if they're not completely healed, they're already on a healing journey and the good is flowing into their life again and things, uh, their life is manageable again. When you find somebody like that, then that is a confidant that you know is going to be able to really help you with the challenging steps because they've been there, they know what it's like, but not only do they know what it's like, they know what it's like to step away from that, and which is another huge part. And that's a thing that can often keep people trapped in abusive relationships is they don't know what it's going to be like on the other side. And that fear of the unknown can often keep them stuck in a really unhealthy and really unsafe, dangerous place. So speaking to somebody who actually has come out the other side, they do know how to go about it um, and they do know you know, what it's like, how difficult it is, those first steps when you come out the other side, that's the sort of person that you need to speak to, need to confide in because that is where you will be able to draw strength from. So I know that you did have that experience um, and I know that you also found a way out and found a way forward toward a new life rather than focusing on that experience that you had you know I think a conversation which is really important is the one in which we talk about what it was like 
making that decision to go or how that came about and then those steps that you took to start healing and start rebuilding would you like to talk a little bit about that um, yeah, I really, I mean, I love what you said, um, you know, and I love, I love what you said, because that is important, you know, to really find that, you know, confidant that you can be able to pour into and it can pour back into you, um, because what's poured into you, depending on what's poured into you, it's going to determine whether you soar or whether you stay at a plateau or whether you go down. You don't need anyone to really feel sorry for you because you cannot do nothing with pity, you now, um, I think one of the greatest things that helped me and I think would help a lot of women is being able to speak out. Your voice matters. And the more you can speak out on what you have experienced and how life is, you know, your journey and everything, it's important. It gives you strength. But most of all, it allows you to not only hear your voice. And that's so important because your voice is always going to speak what you feel and where you're at. But whenever you're able to speak out, then you're able to hear the voice of reason and understanding. Most of all, if you're speaking to the right confidant, then they're going to be able to take your words that you've said and bring life to it and be able to pour back strength. That's something I think that really matters when you're going through any aspects of life. Anyone that's been in anything repetitively, especially situations that are within, without their control, is one of those things that, you know, sometimes before you can bounce back, you get bounced back in. And de depending on what you're going through, that cycle can be ongoing and ongoing and ongoing. Just like anybody or anything in life, you can take but so much. I would describe us women like a plant. If you overwater a plant, it's not going to grow really well. Not saying that it'll die, but it's overwhelming. That's the same thing in life. We continue to be in this repetitive cycle and continue to, as soon as you're one to heal from one cycle, you get bounced again. What I can say is where you can pull strength and where you can pull life is one, open up your mouth and talk to somebody or anybody. Depending on how many bounces you go through, it's gonna determine on how many people around you, they're, no, they're gonna know what you're facing. I mean, the more quiet you are, the more you're gonna die and be swallowed whole in what you have. But that is something that's really helped me, especially in the hardest, toughest time and the challenge that I've had to face. Another thing is what you feed your mind. Your mind is the most important part of your body when you're going through any situation in life. Your emotions are going to go up, down, left, right, but your mind has to be centered. And when I say centered, you have to ask yourself, where do I want to be? You know, where do I see myself and I want to be? Your space and your environment may not change so quickly because some people can change it like a snap and some people can. So this is where you have to figure out what do I want to feed my mind? And your mind, you should feed your mind where you want to be than where you're at. That is so important. You too is really good at that because I'm able to connect with wherever I really want to be. And most of the time, as women, we always ask why. We always want to understand why things are happening and why we're here at this moment. It's okay getting why and understanding. Some people think it's not necessary, but it is because us understanding why and us understanding the reasons will help us to be able to make sure we know, I think like you said earlier, that you're not crazy and that you're not at fault for some of the things that happen. I think it's not so important what others think about you at this moment. You have to redefine what you think about yourself and reassure yourself what you think over and over again. 
This is going to allow you to be able to pivot from what you're going through. Doesn't mean that you're not still going through it. Doesn't mean that circumstances change, but it allows you to at least be able to have a sound mind and be able to gain the strength to continue to be able to get the things done that you need to accomplish. I love that so much. I really do. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, when it comes to, you know, having that right mindset, you know, there's a couple of things that spring to mind. You know, one of the things that I work with is I work with guided meditation and um, you were talking about the emotions and how the emotions can be up they can be down they can be left they can be right you can be all over the shop with your emotions and the really frustrating thing is that our subconscious mind which is the most powerful part of our mind it you know it actually is like 95 percent of our mind is driven by our subconscious mind is actually driven by our emotions so we've got that's why that key that you gave of having a mindset like working with your mind and saying no matter what I'm feeling you know how I'm feeling right now my focus is on where I want to be and keeping that at the forefront of your mind because otherwise all of that negative self-talk will come up and will come in and it'll try and the thing about the subconscious mind is it is actually trying to protect us from being hurt anymore so it creates this sort of wall which then has all of these um these things coming into our mind saying no you can't do that and no you can't speak about that and you know maybe you are you know like maybe I am crazy you know all of those things that will keep you stuck will be filling your head and they're the things that will keep you in the same cycle and will often stay in that same cycle like I was talking about before because it's what we know it's because it's what is familiar to us it's our our actual experience to base life on and to do something else is unknown and when we are fueled by fear then it's very difficult to take big steps or to take steps in a different direction because fear has got a hold on us and so what we really, really need to do is to work on trying to find some peace and find some calm because when we do that, then that voice of reason becomes louder and stronger and you can stay with that voice of reason because you're experiencing calm again. But when your fear has just got a, such a strong hold of you, it's very hard to do anything because fear is just holding you back. And the reason it's holding you back is because its job is to try and protect you because we've got this thing with, you know, fight, flight, response to things and this is because you know back in the day we had to survive for, and you know we had to hunt and gather our food and so we had this fight flight response which is either you stay in there or you fight or you go you you know you run away as far fast as you can that fight flight response hasn't changed even though circumstances in life have changed and we've evolved and life you know is relatively comfortable for most people but that changes when you bring domestic abuse into the equation and domestic abuse will make that fight flight response really um hyper and you call it being hyper vigilant and when you're hypervigilant, your nervous system is just working on overtime and it's very, very hard to experience peace 
in those stressful times. So this is, I know it might sound impossible, but this is actually the time where you need to start practicing something like guided meditation. Guided meditation, I recommend because there's somebody else who's leading you, who's trying to lead you to find a place of peace in your life. And the other thing is another practice is mindfulness. And um, the reason why mindfulness is so good is because every moment is our present moment. And if we're consumed by fear, worrying about, you know, what has just happened or happened, you know, yesterday or happened five years ago or then we're being held back by those things. And then if we're projecting into the future and we're worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow or what might happen five hours from now, it's robbing us of our peace. And the peace can be found in every single present moment, but we need to have an awareness and um, be mindful. And there's just this thing that I draw from mindful is that one word is mind and the other word is full and what happens when our minds are overloaded is we don't have the space left in there for peace to enter in and for stillness to enter in so um, they're just a couple of ways there are many many ways to sort of calm your nervous system but the other thing which I just want to touch upon which you talked about which is super hard when you are in that time that challenging time where you're caught in a cycle of abuse is using your voice and because when in, in that relationship, your voice has become powerless and ineffective because it's been shut down by this abusive person who's stolen your power, robbed you of your power and robbed you of your voice. But even though we are disempowered or feeling disempowered and we feel as though we have no voice because somebody else has made us feel that way we need to go outside of that relationship to talk to other people and even if you just simply say something like I need help you know it's not knowing I think not knowing where to start in a conversation when you know your life is feeling so out of control is really you know can really hold you back from talking to anybody and the other thing Rosaline that we do is we we put on this mask to you know put on that brave face because we're women and we are we are strong and we need that strong face on to help us to get through you know those challenging times and we're scared that if we take that mask off if we show our vulnerability that we don't have anything left like we've already feeling completely powerless and to make ourselves vulnerable to somebody else in that moment can just it's not like you and I having this conversation now where it's like we know that we can trust each other and we can talk and we can be really open and say whatever is on our hearts and whatever is in our minds we can just talk about that and share that but I remember what it was like when I was in that place of when things were really horribly out of control in my life. And, um, and I just felt so scared to be vulnerable with other people and to be real about what was going on behind closed doors. And I think a lot of people do that because one, they're trying to stay strong you know, they're just hanging on by a thread and they're just hanging in there. And two, getting 
to even more to be more vulnerable than what they already are at that moment is just excruciatingly hard but don't let it stop you and you know there are so many people out there who want to have conversations with you who want to help you you know there are so many people who care about you and care about your safety and they care about you having a future and they want to help you to get that future and have that future and they want to help you to remember how precious you are and that you don't deserve to be staying in that situation and you do deserve to be receiving help and support to get out of it and to start a new path and start a new life um I'm going to throw it over to you Rosaline because I feel like I've just been talking and talking no um I love thank you for being transparent um and thank you for your strength your love your understanding and most of all, your discernment. And so I know that's where it's coming from. Um, and so um, what I would say is that, you know, um, I think, you know, God puts you in a position um, in your life where you, you know, where he, he knows what you need you know, for the next level of your life. And it's so funny that you talked about peace because that's what I was seeking, you know, um, you know, for a couple of days now. And, you know, and I realized today, you know, from listening one to you two, that peace is, you know, because I don't know, sometimes when you go through so much, you tend to, not saying you don't have a relationship with God, not saying you don't love him, you know, but in a day that usually that's not the first person we go to, you know, and, you know, and then God's like, hand it over to me. You can't deal with this. I have a solution for this. Like hand it over. And when I realized that the only peace I will ever find will be in God, then now my relationship now my activity changes you know um and what I do it's amazing even though I do a lot of things and I'm involved in doing a lot of things I've learned how to take time for me and I'm okay you know when you know where you're headed and you know the call of God on your life you you don't rush nobody rushes you know people that you see you know, are always going and going you know is, is you know is really not where they're really going to be but when you know that you're not rushing because you know the enemy wouldn't attack you so bad if the call of God in your life wasn't so great and I think it's a bold move when the enemy takes your attacks from being outside of your front door to actually being inside of your home. And that's a whole different level. Um, all I can say is this to every woman out there, you know, that experiences things that, you know, are, and when I say beyond your control, what I'm trying to say is that there's so many factors that goes into being able to move forward. And it's not just, it's over, I'm done. No, it's a lot. And I think the fact is that you have to get to the point that you're okay with your pace and what you're going through to be able to move forward. Because in the end day, most women that go through this, they only have themselves. And um, I think, you know, whenever you allow yourself to be okay, having your moments, you know, like, you know, like I, I lay down, you know, when you go through, depending on how bad it is, you get drained. And it's like, it's draining like no other. And you have to be able to get up from that drainness and pull yourself up. And you know, with me, I find putting a word to feed my soul so I can be able to pull up. I thank God for my children 
they're able to recognize and help me to pull up, you know, and I thank God for the assignment, which is the people that God has called me to serve. They are not pulling. <laughs> I don't know how, but they're not pulling. They're there. And they're, you know, I believe that whoever got those women are, God has them there. They're not, you know, and they they actually believe enough in what God is doing to not be like, okay, I know she's good, like, you know, and you know, and that's a blessing because not a lot of people, some people have those business and organization where they have to show up every second and every moment and everything. But I was okay with myself not being always okay and having to show for myself because I realized that um, I don't think we should ever not be honest with ourselves when it comes to our true emotions, our true feelings, and our true thoughts. I think being honest with ourselves is the best gift that we can give ourselves. Um, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, that relationship that we have with ourselves, I think, you know, as I've journeyed along, I have in, you know, hindsight's always a wonderful thing. You look back and you have these, you know, realizations about yourself. And one of the things that I realized is I didn't like myself I really didn't like myself when you know and I really gave myself such a hard time and um yeah I was hard on myself and I I think that this experience that I have been through I always try and find the opportunity in bad experiences let's call them bad experiences which you know what do you call an experience where you lose everything you lose your home you lose your car you're at rock bottom what do you call that I call it a bad experience <laughs> <laughs> but I try and always find the good in it and the good usually is something that a realization it's you know it's a learning it's a lesson that you can find in it and what I found is that what I needed to do is I needed to heal my relationship with myself and once I started engaging in that healing my life transformed and it's when I started giving myself the value to say, you deserve to experience this healing in your life and you deserve to, you know, to heal the relationship that you have with yourself. And there was a time in my life where I felt supported to be able to do that that's something I couldn't engage in until I was ready and until I felt as though yeah it's safe for me to explore this now I can do this because as you said there are ups and downs there are there are days when you know you, you'll feel triggered and things will be really, really hard. And like you said too, I'm so grateful that I've had my own faith throughout this, which has helped me to, it's, you know, it's been there in the darkest moments and I've been, you know, literally brought down to my knees in those moments, but it's been my source of comfort. It's been my source of strength. And it's helped me to stand back up again. That the other thing I agree with you is that my children have always given me that purpose because there have been some dark moments and those dark moments where I've questioned whether I want to continue living or not. And, you know, that's a big 
a big thing, but I think a lot of people experience those dark moments where they'll question that. And the thing that always got me through was my kids. They, you know, they give me so much purpose, so much reason to, to keep striving and to, you know, even in those moments, it was not even a case of thinking, well, you know, I'm going to do this for the kids and I know that my life is going to transform and things are going to be so much better. It's, it wasn't that. It was, I'm going to stick around for my kids and I'm going to go through this tough stuff not knowing whether I'm going to pull through the other side of this or not, but I'm going to be there for them. I like I like when you said that um, because it's easy for you to blame yourself for some of the things that's happened in your life. Um, and, you know, I think goes back to what you said earlier. We take responsibility for the things that we could control and can control. Um, and just because something seems like it's right doesn't mean it's always that way. Um, I think, you know, the fact is that you will go through those moments and, you know, because sometimes people build, you have different effects that it affects your body when you go through this because you're trying to cope and you're trying to manage and you're trying to sustain. And, you know, and you're going to go through those period of times, you know, where you may have different people have their own different things. You know, with me, I have anxiety, you know, and um, that is something that I'm very, because I don't want to take pills for it, then I have to manage it by being able to recognize whenever I'm having attacks and whenever I'm feeling it. Then because I have kids, I want to always be stable as possible. So I try to recognize my mood swings. I try to ask them to tell me, you know, hey, when's mommy swishing, you know, and, you know, the greater, um, I think the fact is that the first person I think it always goes back to is you, just like you said, you understanding you, you loving you more and you building that strong relationship with yourself. And then you realizing that everything and everybody is not the way your situation's always been. And that it's okay to reach out. The greater it is, the more you have to speak out. You have to get to the point where it no long, you no longer care what people think because it's your life right now so you have to speak out to everybody and everything just so you can be able to sustain if people are going to think what they want to do it doesn't matter mm -hmm. but those who you reach out to whether they reach back or not it doesn't matter right now you have to speak out and you have to let as many people that are in your immediate circle know what's going on mm -hmm. and um, when it boils down to it you know leaving or staying i'm gonna say it takes time it takes time god knows it really does and when i say time the time that i'm talking about it's a time for you to allow yourself to heal from the inside out. Because whenever attacks are coming at you, they're almost like a yarn ball. They keep, it keeps on rolling and keeps on rolling. And the thing about it is you're trying to get all that unrolled and it takes time. Um, whether, don't matter where you're at, your yarn is your yarn how the size of what yarn you take with you to the next levels determine on how patient you are at this level, allowing yourself to be able to unfold and rediscover who you are within this situation. When you allow yourself to discover who you are and what's happening, in this situation, it's going to allow you to be that most beautiful person and that truest person that you can be, not just for yourself, but for everybody around you. 
and that takes time. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I could go to just that analogy of, you know, which is really easy for people to identify with, but with a seed, a single seed, you know, you plant a seed and the seed will take time to germinate and to then create a seedling. Then the seedling's ready to go into the ground. And then again, it takes time for that seedling to grow and it takes time for there to be you know something productive coming off that seedling for to be able to be harvested and it's exactly the same in our life and if we understand and I love that you touched on being patient because I think patience is probably one of the most challenging things in life because we just want to get there <laughs> Can I be here now? And I think, uh, you know, part of that expectation that we have comes from living in this society where we have this um, idea about convenience and everything being so readily accessible that we can just get it, you know, because we want to get it. And, but, that is not the way we evolve you know we don't just get something because we want something we actually need to allow time for the process to take place and time for those changes to manifest within us and I love that I think that's a really really good point to focus on we're just about out of time now so I love that we've touched on that at this point in our conversation. And I've absolutely loved this conversation that I've had with you, Rosaline. It's just been absolutely wonderful. Now, I always ask um, my special guests for the final question, because this podcast is the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs podcast. What does this title mean to you as a woman? Mm. As a woman, um, I I would say it means to me as a trophy. Your pain, you get to look at it any way you want to. And I think no matter what level you're at, you should always embrace your trophy. And your trophy can start as small and it can evolve over time because you matter. Yeah, that's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much for all the wisdom that you have shared. Um, uh, Yeah, I've absolutely loved this conversation. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And thank you for having me. God bless. I truly hope that you enjoyed this lovely conversation with Rosalie. I really enjoyed this conversation with her and just found so many pearls of wisdom in this conversation. So to leave you with some of that wisdom, here are the top tips from today's show. Number one, in life, some things are in our control and some things that happen to us are not in our control. And what our aim can be is when life feels unmanageable is to do our best to manage our responsibilities to the best of our abilities. Number two, as women, we are strong and we feel we have to have it all together all of the time. But when we are faced with challenges and life gets messy, it is good to remember that there is real strength in seeking support. Remember the age old saying, many hands make light work. We can accomplish much more with the right support. Number three, to keep as much of your power when you are going through tough times, try to see the difference between the things that are in your control and the things that are not. This way you can focus your energy on the things that are in your control and detach from the things which are not, helping you to conserve your energy for the things which will make a difference to you and your situation. 
Number four, when you feel you have the ability to control some aspects of your life, this can give you the peace and the strength and the hope to keep going in challenging times. So try and focus on anything, no matter how small that it is, that is within your control and commend yourself for being able to have control over an element in your life and know that this represents that you are able to have control of more things in your life too. Number five, when looking for someone to support you in what you are going through, find a confidant who has experience with what you are going through. Someone who can relate and understand and who can help you work out the steps you need to take to navigate a way through to the other side. Number six, you can measure the value of what someone else is pouring into your life by the strength that you gain from their support. You may find that someone who is only able to give you pity leaves you feeling as powerless as ever. Whereas someone who shows you understanding and is able to ask you the right questions to help you discover the answers inside yourself leaves you feeling strong and optimistic about facing your challenges. Number seven, your subconscious mind is led by your emotions and when you are feeling scared and depressed, your subconscious mind responds to this and you continue to flounder and feel disempowered. With a strong mindset on what you want instead of what you have and the right strategies to change what your subconscious mind is trained to believe from your experiences, you can rise above your challenges and create a path to take you to where you want to go. Number eight, change does not happen instantaneously as much as we would like it to. It is a process and the more we accept this and allow ourselves time for changes to manifest in our lives, the more we allow the flow of good and new opportunities to appear in our lives. Number nine, fear can protect you and it can hold you back from taking action to take back your power. This is a great time to reach out for support to help you identify the things that will help you navigate a path to safety and to freedom and to clarify what is real and perceived fear in your life and in your situation. Number 10, try practicing mindfulness and guided meditation to help you find a place of calm which will help you make reasoned choices about making changes which will help you and the situation you are in. Number 11, it is important to find the courage to use your voice to reach out and ask for help. Even though fear of what other people may think about you may be making you feel too vulnerable to speak about the challenges you are going through, it is so important to push past those feelings and reach out and get help. If you feel too afraid to speak to someone who is close to you, speak to an online domestic violence counselling service or speak to your doctor or speak to the police or speak to someone like me. I offer a call with no charge, my gift to those who would like my help so that nothing will stand in the way of anyone reaching out and getting support and there is a link for that call in these episode notes. So please just go to the episode notes and if you would like to speak to me, just click on the link and it'll take you to a booking form to make a time to have a chat. Number 12, when you don't have strength yourself, know your go-tos for strength, whether that is talking to a trusted friend or your faith or your children, use these things to draw strength from, to persevere in challenging times. Number 13, to step back into your power, engage in the healing relationship that you need to engage in, which is with yourself. Give yourself back the value in yourself that you truly deserve and your life and choices for your highest good will become more clear. 
Number 14, it is easy to blame yourself for some of the things that have happened to you in your life. But this is the time to understand that our mistakes are opportunities for our growth and our healing. Number 15, learning to love yourself will give you the freedom to make choices in line with your highest good and lead you to a life you love. All right, that's it for today's show and I just wish you well and send you lots of love and lots of light. We all go through dark times. When we do, we often feel alone. This is a safe space for you to come and look for some light. I'm a survivor of an abusive relationship and for a long time I had no voice because I was too scared to speak up and speak out about what was happening to me. I couldn't see a light at the end of the tunnel, but when I turned a corner in my life, the light started filtering through and I left my old life behind. I am here now to help other women feel seen, heard and valued. I'm reaching out with my light shining on you to help you find your way out of the darkness. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. A note of encouragement. If you are struggling with your mental health, please reach out for support with some form of counselling. If you don't know where to start to find a counsellor, a good place to start is to talk with your doctor. There are also many online counselling supports available. And a word of advice, if the counsellor is not a good fit for you, try another. And if you need to, try another until you have one that is the right fit for you. Tune in again for the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs podcast, helping women who have been hurt to heal and grow, hosted by me, Sandy J. This program provides a safe place to work on inner peace and a strong mindset, spells out how to spot the red flags, advises on ways to stay safe and work on effective safety planning gives tips on how to look after you when things are tough, teaches empowerment strategies, acknowledges life's challenges and explores ways to meet these challenges head on to go from surviving to rising to striving and finally to thriving. The show includes interviews with other survivors who have come out the other side, who share their stories and insights, as well as interviews with therapists and people working in support roles. I am a survivor and I use my experience and skills to help other women like me. Please listen and be uplifted to rise in this safe space where dignity, kindness and compassion are treasured. And don't forget, if you need some support, I am here for you. I don't want any woman to suffer alone in silence. I don't want any woman to feel oppressed and feel that there is no way out. I want you to know that you can turn a corner. I am a life change facilitator. I help women regain control over their lives. You can find me at sandyj.com.au. Hey now, can you just pause a moment before you go? Because I need you to share your light and leave a review. Can you just take a quick minute to leave a review in iTunes to let other women know this is a show they can trust? It would mean the world to me if you could help shine a light for someone who can't see the light at the end of their tunnel. I need you to do this for someone else 
who needs some support and encouragement. If you like this show, please subscribe and you will automatically be updated with future episodes when they are released. And please share this podcast with anyone you know who it might help. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Sending you lots of love and light and above all else, wishing you well. You are brilliant. Keep shining. Stay safe. Sandy.